Hey, supers. Welcome back to another Shark Tank Tank Tales episode. We have a great guest with us today that was on season 12, episode 25, the last episode from season 12. Uh, so we actually could ask some you know, questions about the COVID life because that was uh, part of the, the, her Shark Tank experience. So wherever you are right now, whatever you're doing, I need you to stop and give some super claps for Super Destiny Paget. How you doing, Destiny? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you go, oh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I'm so glad that you, we were able to finally uh, connect and, and get the. I mean, this is, I think you messaged or wrote on uh, a comment like a long time ago uh, on, on the video and then didn't hear from you until three months ago. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not on YouTube. I made it a goal this year to get on YouTube, but I haven't followed through on that goal. But one day I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that dude. I'm going to go see if he ever replied. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I, I did because I was, you know, I'm always, it's always exciting to have uh, the Shark Tank entrepreneurs, uh, you know, reach out and, and come on the show, which is, is just, it's just awesome. I mean, I, I used to have to like go out and search for guests and like, you know, hey, come on, come on the show. And they'd be like, ah, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, then, and I'm going back like, seven years ago now and and now they people just come to me and i'm like hey this is great hey this makes life so much easier you know yeah, uh, that's cool. so destiny let's start out as we always do talking about what was your relationship with shark tank prior to getting to that prior to knowing that you would get to potentially even have the opportunity to go on the show um my relationship like what did you were you a fan watching it not watching it never heard oh, yeah. of it no, I mean, I was raised on it. I would say I definitely watched like the first six seasons. And then right about that time is when I moved to Utah and I was a poor college kid. So I didn't have TV anymore. But um, I mean, not college, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I was just a poor kid. <laughs> um, and so I didn't really watch it. I watched it maybe the first the season right before my season. And some of my season, I definitely watched my episode, and I watched my friend Laren's episode. And I oh, I love it. her. <laughs> she she came on here as well uh, and gave an interview. Um, not uh, not long after her episode aired, and uh, yeah, so it, it it it's it's always great to see the the relationships that be that get built, you know, uh, from Shark Tank outside of uh, the bubble. It's totally crazy. We're actually having like a Shark Tank reunion this month where we're all meeting up and hanging out. I heard about that. I heard about that. I've heard about it from a couple different people. Um, so I, that is that is awesome. Wish I uh, wish I could have been could have been there. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so you grew up on Shark Tank. Um, when it came time for you to want to be on Shark Tank, did you did you apply or did they, they happen to find you and, and reach out to you? It was actually both. I had applied. Um, and then one day I got an email and it said Shark Tank season 12. I opened it and it said, hey, we saw your stuff. Would you be interested? If so, let's schedule a call. And I was like, what? Like, I don't, is this spam? <laughs> um, but I replied. I was like, yeah. And then they called. And I was like, are you messing with me? Like, what's happening? I, did y'all get my application? And they're like, oh, you know, to be honest, like, we get so many online applications that 
we, we can't go through all of them. And I was like, yeah, so then how did you find me? She was like, oh, we saw your Instagram ad. I was like, yeah, because I was targeting them. <laughs> <laughs> were, were you specifically targeting? Are you just joking? Or No, specifically- I specifically targeted Shark Tank, Sony Productions, um, employees of Shark Tank, um, ABC, all of them. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That you know that uh, <clears throat> there, there's always that, that there's a story about, and I'm not a huge Gary Vee fan, but there's a story about a guy who wanted to get hired by him. And back in the Facebook days of being able to like hyper target down to like the person, basically, uh, they did that by by targeting just Gary um and and uh ads directed just talking to him smart man yeah yeah i mean well you've already you've already you know you did it you you know you did it in a time where uh you know the the privacy of these apps uh you know have have shifted and and changed so uh i i i love the tenacity to uh to 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 kind of uh force fate's hand if you will <laughs> call it manifesting <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I would, no it's more than that because manifesting would be like you just talking about it right and you're you're talking it into existence you actually took paid money into an ad <laughs> to, to specifically go after these people um which i i think is uh, both funny and so admirable and such a great lesson for entrepreneurs who are you know, like especially if you're strapped uh, for cash in your business, like d- the hyper target, right? Like I always talk about go go get my avatar guide, right? JoePower.com slash avatar and like answer those 64 questions and then you'll know exactly who you're targeting and you'll have answers to the, the questions like Destiny did here to know exactly who she's reaching, you know, looking to reach and then accomplishing it. Yeah. So <laughs> if you see my ads pop up in your feed. I was targeting you. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, so once once you got the ball rolling on that, uh, how did you balance running a, a, a you know a, a a bubbling business? Right. Uh, you had a young child, right? Mm-hmm. And li- like life, uh, as well as getting your pitch and all the hundreds of hoops that you have to jump through to be able to go on Shark Tank. Oh, man. I mean, it was wild. Um, So during that time, I I have two kids and my husband worked offshore on an oil rig. So I was basically a single mom every other month. Um, But during the time he's gone um, and when the kids are at school or daycare, like I could actually like put work in those specific hours and then um, be a mom after. Um, But (laughs) I mean, it's it's a stressful journey to get from that email to not just pitching but on the TV. And <laughs> I, I, I bet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I, I uh, it, you know, control. I think is is the important part in in doing whatever you're using. It doesn't matter if we're talking about legally or illegally. It's the control, right? Um, Agreed. 
You know, I was just, like just talking to my wife last, like I think it was last night, where she was like talking like, "Oh, I'm like I'm so tired." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. It's like eight o'clock, and and it's been a long day or whatever." And I was like, "Are you still? Are, you know, you're still. I don't drink coffee, but she does." And I was like, "Do you, do you still drink coffee?" She, yeah, I just had like one cup in the morning, so I don't want to stay up all night. I said, "Well, why don't you like?" drink less coffee because you only get two op you know well three options right drink the same amount and get the same results drink more which is really not that great for you to begin with you know increasing anything is is not great or you could cut it back like i do and only take caffeine in when i absolutely need it because like i got that thing i have to do and there's just not enough energy in joe to be able to get it done yeah that's impressive I am very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. You know, it's, it's, I think it's, I, like I said, it's a drug. So, you know, your body gets used to it. So you, you slow it down for five days and then you get, you, it'll work again. You know, it's, yeah. Yeah. You, you get on that, that, uh, that caffeine, uh, spark that you need. So, yeah. so, <clears throat> sorry, going into, uh, now you now going into the show, uh, you had a different time than like everybody else prior to season twelve had, right? Um, what were some of the challenges that you had to face uh, with that? Given that you had to quarantine, was it for five days, seven days, ten days? I forget what exactly it was, but I know you had to quarantine in a hotel room and having two young kids. How, like how how was that for you? Um, I actually loved it. <laughs> It was a nice break. <laughs> I would do it again any day. <laughs> um, it it was very wild though. Like we had to do so. We had to do three COVID tests: one before we left, one as soon as we got there, and then one before we pitched. And they said if you fail a single one, you're done. You don't even get to pitch. We weren't allowed to um, talk to any of the other entrepreneurs. At night, me and the people across the hallway, it was Fur Zapper and Cheese Chopper. We just opened our doors and talked across the hallway. And one of the dudes came up and they were like, oh, we can all hear you. Um, we would just prefer you go in each other's rooms and talk. And I'm like, nah, like, I'm not doing that. I'm not getting in trouble. And two, like, these are two dudes. I'm not going in a dude's room. Like, no, <laughs> we're just going to keep talking across the hall. And so that's what we did. And um downstairs it was all these protocols we had to wear a mask up until the second we pitched and then like we couldn't high five they were like don't air high five don't do it so i didn't do it <laughs> yeah they were like we don't want anybody to know after the fact that this was during covid and but people couldn't do it uh, yeah. yeah, but I think it's still pretty obvious. Like, I, yeah, maybe that that attitude changed once they started looking at how they were cutting the film and the fact that nobody was going up and hugging each other afterwards. When you have eleven seasons or like prior a history of that, so right? Yeah, that's that's weird. This and then, season, this upcoming season. Sorry, this upcoming season is going to be live, like streamed live, like. I wonder if they're going to have the same protocols or not, or if we're going to get to see all the awkwardness like firsthand. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know too much about what's about to happen here on Friday. Uh, by the time th- we air this uh, recording, uh, that will have already happened. But I believe it's just the premiere is is live. But um, I don't think it's actually – like it's not live live because obviously like, you know – the entrepreneurs are on the on the carpet for forty five minutes, an hour, hour and a half. Like, 
Was this going to be like six hour Shark Tank or something? I, I mean, it doesn't really make a lot oh, of sense. Oh, that's a good point. So, so it was filmed in front of a live studio and audience, but they're calling it Shark Tank Live, even though it's not actually, I imagine it's not live, yeah. unless they're just going to cut each of those entrepreneurs short. But I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I really don't know what to expect. I know um, one of my friends had reached out because uh, they're good friends with somebody that's about to be on the show that's going to be on the premiere. Um, and I haven't had a chance to connect with that person just yet. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. We'll find I out didn't like think two about days. it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's TV. It's the illusion of, of live, it, sort of, because it is live in front of a studio. I don't, I don't know. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so so that that is strange, and it is strange. So is that somebody that was that actually worked for Shark Tank that was watching the hall, or like a, a hotel person, like man? Uh, no, not a hotel person. I don't. They worked for Shark Tank. Um, mm, that's a weird thing to. Maybe I mean, look. Sometimes we say things and we don't think about the the gravity in yeah. which we're saying them to, and to who we're yeah. saying them to in the moment. Um, it's that's a, yeah bad 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 judgment call on that on that risk right the not just that risk but like the risk yeah. of you being able to even go on the show too as well as you know the other risks that come with uh the, the situation you're potentially putting yourself in so yeah yeah i yeah um anyway so all right and i and i totally resonate with the whole it's it was awesome. I would totally do it again. I know when I had my gallbladder taken out, uh, my daughter was not even one year one years old yet, and the three days that I spent in the hospital, <laughs> nobody you know nobody came to visit. I didn't want anybody to come to visit. Like it was so nice, quiet, yeah. you know, and and it's just it was a nice yeah. break um, <laughs> <laughs> for an emergency gallbladder removal. But yeah, I. Uh, I, I love I love the fact that uh, that you you've been able to take something that is so innocuous and that people give away like and then turn it into a business and not only a business because like I could buy a bunch of koozies and start a business tomorrow right with or without having a printer to print on them for logos and, and that kind of stuff um, but you, you did it and then put your spin on it and turned it into something that, like, isn't just a little business for just you, but for other – I assume you have other employees now at this point. Yeah. That's awesome. That is that is awesome. So before all that, though, walking down the hallway uh, onto the Shark Tank, how, how are you feeling in that moment? Oh, man. I was so nervous. Like, I – I was trying to like contain my nerves, but I'm still just like jumping around, dancing, like not dancing, but ah, I'm kind of freaking out internally. <laughs> um, and oh, it, like I was so nervous. They tell you like go in as soon as you get to the rug. It's like this size of a step. I took this size of a step, and they were like, they were like, Destiny, you overstep, step back. And I was like, okay. And then you're supposed to stand there for thirty seconds. Yeah. And it took a minute, and finally they were like, Destiny, you got to stop smiling. Like, we can't start until you stop smiling. I was like, I can't. <laughs> and so it was very hard um, to do that. 
it, it is right. They got to get all that B roll and stuff to you know to be able to use uh, you know because they're not going to reshoot it. It it's it happens in real time. So you know getting those shots of you standing, panning, and all those things. It's just part of how TV's made. It, you know, and, and it doesn't make it fake. Uh, in fact, Shark Tank, in my opinion, is probably the realest reality TV show that we have uh, going for us. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> all right. So, so the you get started with your pitch. Um, you know. <laughs> I mean, at one point, you know, Kevin, uh, even though he, he did offer have an offer for you, right? Uh, uh, what was it? 25%? Was it 20, 20, two, oh, oh, I'm sorry. 200,000 uh, 200, yeah, 200, for 20%. Um, you know, he did call it a piece of crap. <laughs> yeah. To put it nicely. Yeah. Uh, was, that, was that hard for you to hear? No. Nah. Everybody has opinions. I don't care. It's like, obviously, it's something or I wouldn't be standing in front of you right now. That's that's kind of the mentality I had going into it. Like, And also, like, I guess ever since I was little, I had the ability to just, like, not care. <laughs> and so he could be mean, and I'd just be like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm still do me. <sighs> yeah. And, and then he and, made me an offer. Uh, yeah, yeah, that uh, I, I I actually went back and rewatched the episode uh, today um, in preparation for this because I it had you know obviously it's been a little while uh, since it since it aired and um, when I did it I know you know I did that episode with Larry uh, which was a lot of fun and I know a lot of, a lot of fans of this channel miss Larry and I miss Larry too uh, but you know. It, it ha- you know stuff happens and time time passes and and all that but um but I, you know i i think what was you know the really interesting there was i mean not only did he give you give you an offer uh which uh you know i think uh in in the grand scheme of things is is pretty amazing um number one and and he would say it's it's weird because they don't usually contradict themselves like that especially in such such quick succession um but he did you you got two offers and one of them was from damon now when you were going into the tank did you have someone in mind that you wanted to work with and why um i did i went in thinking i would either go with mark or damon um, I've been watching, I've followed Damon for a long time. I kind of felt like our personalities, like we would just vibe together really well. And I felt the same way about Mark Cuban. And like, I feel like, like he's just a cool dude. He's doing some cool stuff. He, and he's, he makes a difference. Um, and I want to make a difference. So like, it would just be cool to be like in the same room with the dude really. Um, but I, uh, when I had a feeling Mark wouldn't be interested because he had already invested in a company kind of like this before. Um, so like going in, I assumed it would be Damon cause I knew Mark probably wouldn't, but that's what I wanted and I'm glad I got it. Uh, oh, that, I mean, yeah, that doesn't, doesn't always happen that way. Right. We don't always get what, exactly what we were looking for. Uh, but from people that we were, uh, we were, 
looking to work with. Now, they did, uh, you know, wind up cutting your, your valuation in half. How did, you, uh, how did you go about figuring out what you wanted as far as your valuation goes um, I just, in your initial offer? Um, I just took my what it was worth and time to stay by whatever I was supposed to do. The net profits, I don't know, the thing the things you're supposed to do. <laughs> I, I actually, my parents, uh, they're very helpful with stuff and they help me along the way too. They, uh, they take care of my books for me and they help me. They made sure I knew all my numbers and uh, yeah, they're cool people. <laughs> Clearly, I mean they have a great, uh, a great, cool daughter. So you know it doesn't happen by accident. Um, so when it comes to uh, when it, so when it comes to that, you know, getting an offer uh, that that cut your your valuation in half, you didn't you didn't seem to think that that was too big of a problem. Um, mm, no, I mean I knew they were going to do it anyways. It's Shark Tank, like I. Everything I'd seen before, like, duh, of course they're going to do that. You you never get what you want going in unless you're, like, crazy lucky and have something really, really good. Um, so, no, I wasn't surprised by it. And, and I knew, too, that there's still wiggle room after the show because during all the due diligence process, it takes so long that <clears throat> valuations can change. So I always knew in the end I could still counter offer even after the show. So... Yeah, I, I feel like that's one of the the missing keys for some of the entrepreneurs that are on the show is, you know, they miss the the big picture that you're going to get an episode that airs well, at least once, right? That shows that you got a deal which sticks in people's minds. And then, uh, you you know, replayability forever and always, like, thank courtesy of, like, CNBC. Right? Like, I didn't even care if I didn't get a deal. Like, just being on the show enough is like enough to be grateful for so <laughs> yeah no it it, it, def- it definitely is i um i you know i, I and, and as you put it like there is wiggle room uh because of the fact that there's the you know the whole due diligence process and um it can i mean it can go both ways right i've i've heard <laughs> i've been i've been privy to some stories uh that are kind of heartbreaking but um you know i i think that having the opportunity to to have an episode that airs that did that does end up in a deal uh i think can really you know make long long term difference because I, I like i was just talking to the chilling real people uh like last week and uh-huh. they have people you know they're at the, all these shows uh these you know state fairs and stuff like that and people always go like oh you got a deal on shark tank didn't you and, and they were like well no we got an offer but we didn't actually get mm-hmm. a deal um you know, so so it's like it, it almost seems like it, I don't know if it doesn't matter, but but it's you know the things that people want to you know take away is in yeah. their mind. No, I don't think it matters. And in fact, like I almost think it would be better to say no, so you can get like that little sympathy order. <laughs> <laughs> Although, yeah, their business is going to we're going right to zero. Maybe I should click that buy button just to help them out. <laughs> Help a struggling, yeah. a struggling uh, entrepreneur out there. 
because they didn't take they didn't take the billionaires' money or the multi-millionaires' money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I look, when I, when I think that the deal actually is that terrible, like when it when it's that um, imbalanced, I think that it does make sense to 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 say no. You know, yeah. to to show people because you know, and I'm sure this happened to you after the show. Uh, you probably had a slew of people wanting to invest. Uh, come, you know, coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, there's a couple. Um, lots of crazies too. Really weird. We got lots of people mad that we had like blue live matter ones. We had people mad that um, we that I did a deal with a black person. They were like, how dare you? <laughs> I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> people mad that I my products are made in China. Like there was so much more hate emails and there were love and investment emails <laughs> so well let, let, let's talk about that a little bit like obviously you said that you, earlier you you uh, you know are, are are capable of letting things roll off of you and not you know let it bother you but did it did it get did it get to you at all after you know oh yeah it's not just I like one like pissed off Woo! It was taking everything in me not to like release some videos, just dropping f bombs and being like, "I I don't care about your opinion because you're not the person that's obviously going to support me and buy from me." But hey, shut the f up. <laughs> but I did it because I took the high road. <laughs> you know, I I always say that here, taking the high road. You know, I get negative comments all the time in the comments, uh, almost on a daily basis. And I just write back, I appreciate you watching and commenting. And yeah. and that's it. You know, nothing I could say is going to further the conversation. Uh and and, and in some cases it turns people like, wow, you know, you actually took the time to A reply and yeah. B made me feel really bad because I didn't think you'd actually read this. Yeah. Like, why even comment it then? <laughs> You get that, that keyboard warrior license, you know, and you just start running wild with it. And, and yeah. anonymity is a, is a drug, you know, uh, to be able to say whatever you want. And in theory, nobody knows who you are or what, you know, where you're at. And yeah. Yeah. No, I'm glad you, <laughs> I'm glad you took the high road on those. And yeah, I look, I mean, not everybody gets to experience that. Um, not just the the hate comments, but the uh, hate from a lot of different angles. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like people that that are upset about you know one type of handle handler that you're making, mm -hmm. and also people that should be in support of that also mad because you know not making them in America. Um, <laughs> it's it's it's, yeah. it's tough. Uh, it's tough. So I, I'm glad that you were able to. Uh, let that go, like, just let it go and realize that, like, at the end of the day, you're still making money. You're, you're, you know, working towards employing people and going bigger and better. And um, I mean, heck, I mean, your episode aired last, you know, uh, uh, in the season. So, you know, the, the amount of growth that you probably experienced between, you know, when you when you recorded in September and, and aired in May is is probably quite a bit, I imagine. It was a bit, and so definitely by that time, I was we hadn't closed the deal. I would, that's when I was like, "Oh, hey, by the way, <laughs> since it's been six months, here's my new numbers. Here's my counteroffer," and and I tried it. 
Yeah, you know, um, well, I forget. I was talking to another Shark Tank entrepreneur who they uh, they ran into. I, I don't want to give away who it was, but they ran into. They've run into a similar thing where it's like they aired towards the end of the season, and the business has just exploded since then, and the deal still hadn't been closed. And and I feel like that the sharks don't necessarily take advantage of that enough. Um, because you get the shark, especially once the share episode airs, it's like you get the shark tank effect. So it's like you were already like in the rocket going up. And now all of a sudden it's just like, uh, you know, another rocket comes along, hitches on and, and you're just gone. Right. Um, yeah. you know, and, and at that point it's like, wow, they had, they had just gotten it together. They, they could have, you know, closed the deal and been a part and had, you know, upside to that without having to go back to the, you know, and renegotiate because it's a totally different business than when it, you know, six months, eight months, nine months ago. Yeah, agreed. I almost kind of felt like they did it on purpose just to kind of see, like, who was taking the bait. Like, did they get any big name brands? Is it really worth investing in at this point? If they can get all these people, if they can get them, they can get these. So I kind of looked at it that way. But yeah, it's crazy because it's a it's a big gap between pitching, airing, and the deal actually closing. It, yeah, uh, I've I've heard that as well. That um, well, at least one entrepreneur, actually the first entrepreneur that ever reached out to me because of this channel, uh, had an issue where the episode aired. And there was like there were some complications going on, so the the shark wasn't able to close the deal, and then, uh, yeah, they they ultimately saw that things weren't like taken off like a rocket, like they thought it would after the episode. This is really early on, like in the first three seasons, uh, didn't take off like they thought it would, and then they were, they basically were like, yeah, I'm not, yeah. not interested anymore. <clears throat> yeah, see, I think they do it for a reason. Yeah, yeah, I, that's, I mean, it, it, well, I, yeah, I mean, I guess it also depends about how much money we're talking about and what percentage of, you know, how sweet the deal is and how, yeah, that's true. you know, anything over 200,000 to 300,000 is just, the odds are just so low that anything will ever actually come, you know, come, you'll even get an offer, let alone get a deal, let alone close that deal. Yeah. But they made great TV in the process, so you know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so you get a deal with Damon. You're going. You're walking out. How are you feeling? And uh, wh- where are you heading right after uh, after that? So right after, um, I mean, I was so excited. I was like, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> they ask you questions. They bring you out in the hallway. And then they make you go see a psychiatrist and then you have to pack up all your stuff that you used on your, in your display and ship it home. And then, uh, and then it's time for you to go. You got to go. What was some of the first things that you did once you returned home? Um, just came home, just chilled. Um, cause I still didn't know, like they still tell you, like, you don't know until we call and tell you that you aired. So I still knew there was a possibility that I still might not make the air. So I was trying to just like not think about it. Just think like, yeah, it was just a vacation. Just got to go talk to some people, hang out. I'm back now. When something comes out of it, then I'll freak out. And so uh, we had a watch party when it aired and 
we uh they said don't get drunk and we did not listen (laughs) 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 so all right so so on the okay so all all that what what about on the business side what um what were some of the things you did once you got back to like bolster the business because obviously if you do air on shark tank uh you gotta have some inventory are you gonna be putting up a you know come back soon (laughs) you know uh sign on your site pretty quickly yeah um, so I still kept doing uh, our markets, like we would do wholesale market or apparel markets and gift markets in Atlanta and Texas. And so still doing that, um, we were still getting a lot of business. And in that process, too, once I got, they gave me a five-week notice. So that was nice. So as soon as I got the notice, I took out my Shopify capital and I used that to buy stock. And and that's what I paid for all the inventory. Not, well, that's nice of them that they gave you five weeks because usually it's three weeks and yeah. you know the extra two weeks, especially because you're heading towards the end of the season. You're like, oh no, they, am I going to get it to air or not? And um, it, you know, which can be quite frustrating, uh, especially if you bought inventory ahead of time uh, oh, yeah. and are sitting on it and like, okay, like we're selling it. It's not that we're not you're not just waiting on the Shark Tank wave, but for the amount of money that we put out here, uh, this is this could be a problem, you know, for yeah. a little while. Yeah. Thankful <laughs> for that five week notice. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so you have your watch party, uh, the, the, the uh, sales ring it like, uh, we're, we're, well, because you didn't listen, uh, or follow their instructions. Um, did you, uh, you know, was the sales, were you able to check the sales that night? Was it bringing off the hook or what was going oh, on? Oh, yeah. It was crazy. It was like maybe like the seventh best night of my life. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. My brother, he lives in Utah. He was also watching my site, like on the admin side, watching all the viewers. He was going crazy. He was like, I've never seen this many people on a website before. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> and just super excited. Hey, wait, I can't hear you. Sorry, I was muted because I was coughing. <laughs> um, that that's as special as the to me at least the the you know the party and uh, all of that because like that. I mean, everybody wants that to be every day, right? But like we all know that the odds are not great that that is going to be an everyday thing. So to me, like I'd be screen recording it so that every time you feel like down or you get one of these, you know, BS emails from somebody that just has nothing better to do with their time than like write you an angry email about something that they shouldn't even care about. Like it, it made you angry. Cool. Move on with your day, right? Yeah. Um, you can go back and watch that and be like, yeah, that was that was us. Yeah. You know, in that in that <laughs> moment, what here's what it you know the analytical side was doing. It's like a like almost like a yeah. slot machine going off. Um, anyway, <laughs> you uh, so so since then, um, how wh- how's the business been going? What new things have you been up to? Uh, and did did your if you can say did your deal close with Damon at all, or what's no, what's going on that front? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, no, we no, did no. end up closing it. We, uh, I mean, it's kind of strange because we never said no and we never said yeah. Um, I sent the counter offer 
and I never heard back. <laughs> so I just took that as a no. <laughs> um, but it's still good. Like we have Academy, we've done some custom ones. We've done some for White Claw a couple times, Cayman Jack, Trader Joe's and Clayton Holmes. Like it's just cool to get to add all these brands to our portfolio. That I don't know if it's because of Shark Tank. Ah, hey, if it is, it is. If it's not, it's not. You take it, you know, you take the good with the bad and then you get the facts of life. Um, did you uh did you wind up getting your patent? So I was granted it in China and in Australia. Um my one in the US, it was denied, so we redid it where we made some changes and it's still pending now. So hopefully this one will get an updated version. Hopefully. No, no. I got <laughs> Even if not, cast. I'm going to still do it. Like, Well, you are doing it, right? Like it with, even yeah. without the patent. So I think that, that, you know, you are part of the brand, right? And, and part of the uh, magic that makes it people want to, in my opinion, at least want to go and get one of these things. Right. Cause any again koozies are a dime a dozen you can go to any promotional site company get you know a regular koozie but they can't get one from a person named destiny uh that has a handle and and just has um a very particular vibe to it uh that you know you bring to the table so i think that that uh is is while you aren't the brand per se the brand is because of you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that too is that too deep? I don't <laughs> No, no. In fact, like that's kinda like the mentality that I've had all along is like they're not buying like this because of that. They're buying like a little piece of me. <laughs> yeah. I know that sounds weird. <laughs> but <laughs> um, yeah, like I don't know. You, build experiences with people and keep doing good. And then good will keep coming to you. You know, things like 100, that. 100%, 100%, 100%. That is uh, exactly what I uh, try to uh, build not only my businesses around, but what we try to spread here. That's the whole super, right? Being super is not about being just awesome, but just, you know, bringing the super out of other people and the best out of them and yourself in the, in the process. And, uh, and I think that you, you really definitely embody that. So I'm glad that you reached out and we were able to make this interview happen. Me too. Me too. It was cool. <laughs> so before we wrap up here, uh, let everyone know where they can get their lit handler and, uh, and, um, yeah. And, and how they can find you online. Um, I mean, there's our website, lithandlers.com. We're on Amazon. We're on Etsy. Um, we're also on Instagram, Facebook at lit handlers. Um, and I mean, you can just do a little Google search. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> Hopefully page one. Cause I would be pissed if it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again, Destiny, for taking the time to be here. I really do appreciate it. And you're welcome back anytime. Thank you. 
I'll come back anytime. If you want to have me again, just just hit me up. One hundred percent. I absolutely. Yeah, we'll we'll follow up in like a year or so. Um, yeah. Anyway, thank you for watching all the way to the end of the video. Uh, if you haven't seen Destiny's pitch, you can uh, watch it up here. If not, I'll see you in the video down below. Also, Larry's in that pitch, so everybody everybody loves Larry. Uh, have a great day. Take care and go be super.